At Freedom HealthWorks, we're focused on putting medical professionals back in control of their practices. Utilizing a structured, tailored approach to business, startup, and operations, it could make sense for you to work with our professional team to avoid expensive pitfalls and, more importantly, expedite your journey to success. As we all know, time is money. If you're involved in the practice of medicine and desire to practice free of headaches and constraints, reach out for a no-obligation consultative conversation. Call us today at 317-804-1203 or visit freedomhealthworks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Healthcare Americana. I am your host, Christopher Habig, the CEO and co-founder of Freedom HealthWorks. Healthcare Americana is a podcast for the 99% of people who get care in America. We're not clinicians or policymakers. We're patients and caregivers, executives and advocates who are fed up with the status quo. And we have a desire to change it. This podcast brings listeners backstage at innovative organizations with innovative individuals across America that are putting patients first by delivering exceptional care to anyone and everyone. Anybody who's ever caught an episode or just is listening for the first time will catch that I say every single introduction, putting patients first by delivering exceptional care. The reason why I say that every single episode of Healthcare Americana is because that's one of the hallmarks of really fixing healthcare as a whole. That's what we do every day at Freedom HealthWorks and anybody that we affiliate with, any any type of business that we partner with or any type of client that we bring on, putting patients first. And so we mean that, we live by it, it goes into every single decision we make because all too often the individual is completely forgotten and they're treated like a CPT code, they're treated like an insurance billing code, they're treated just the term patient itself infers that somebody is sick, somebody is wrong with them, and that they are a condition unto themselves and not just a person. Today's guest, Robin Weiner, president and co-founder of Get Real Health, is at the core of that patient experience. She's built her entire business, her entire career around delivering fantastic patient experiences. And so it's something that speaks near and dear to my own heart is treating patients like people again. Robin, welcome to the show. Welcome to Healthcare Americana. It's great to have you. Chris, just hearing what you just said just makes me so excited because, like minds, uh, patient is the most important piece. One of my favorite taglines is, see your patient like you've never seen them before because we're going to try to get all that information in front of the, the doctor so they can make a real decision on the whole person, not the little pieces they're seeing. So that's really our goal at Get Real Health is to be able to do that. So you're talking my language. Same side here. I love it. I love it. If I could give you a high five through the computer here, I'd absolutely would there. Give us a couple of those tenets of Get Real Health. Can I give us a quick introduction of, of why you do what you do? Well, the company's been around for 20 years. We really started about 15 years ago, surprisingly enough. And what was the first thing we saw, we worked with Microsoft and something called Health Vault. And thinking back to when Katrina hit and all New Orleans and all those kind of stuff flooded, all of a sudden, people, again, talking about patients not being that, you know, being on the, the forefront, those poor patients went to different states, like, you know, over to Dallas or to Houston or up um, into Mississippi and et cetera, and they don't have any of their files. So the patient goes and says, okay, my house got flooded, so I don't have any of my files. I go to my doctor's offices, they get flooded, right? And then they went to the hospitals and those servers blew up. So... Well, these poor patients were going in and saying, hey, I have a pink pill. I'm not exactly sure what the pink pill's for, but 
I know I get to take it. Or I'm in the middle of chemo, but I'm not sure exactly where I'm in the middle of chemo. So as technologists and working with our, our friends at Microsoft, we came up and said, wait a second, that just, that's just isn't fair to the patient. Why isn't the patient in front? And everybody was running around trying to figure out everything else. We need to make sure that the patient has an ability online to pull that information wherever they are around the world. And that started our journey. And um, one of my partners is a type 1 diabetic. I have heart conditions. We said, oh my gosh, what if we're someplace in the world and we cannot get, we, can't, we don't have something on us. We have to be able to log into somewhere and be able to see that information. And that really was the beginning of the journey for all of us because guess what? We're people. And all of a sudden, watching that happening down in uh, New Orleans, it was, uh, oh my gosh, that could happen to me tomorrow. And that really started our journey. There's a there's a theme, and we have this conversation a lot. We hear it a lot of extracting personal health information away from hospitals, and people like to think about it and say, you know what? Why don't I have my latest medical information accessible? Everything else is accessible, the drop of a button, and you know you're met with this kind of like, well, you can log into the patient site portal. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, but those technology that that technology is just so painfully hard to interact with that vast majority of patients just ignore it. So what really sets you guys apart from just say, here's a portal, patient portal to the EMR? Well, first off, patients should own their own information, right? It should not be owned by the hospital. It should not be owned by the doctors. You should own it. And so that's the first thing. It's patient-controlled information. Not only uh, what sets us a little bit apart is, first off, we designed the, the, the application and the program just like you do for Netflix or for Amazon. It's got to be really easy to use. It's got to be something that you can absolutely just go on, and it's simple. You know, you're doing the exact same thing you're doing in every other application. So that's one thing that sets us apart. But one of the biggest things is, is the ability to be able to not only get information from one doctor's office or one hospital, uh, we're going into hospital systems now and actually pulling it from multiple electronic health records, so all the EMRs out there from different areas, from your hospital and your doctors, and putting it all in one spot, which is great. But the biggest piece is that you can add information to that application. So we, we connect into Apple Watches, into all the different devices, scales, glucometers, and et cetera. So your information is flowing in that. But along with that, you can self-enter. So it's not just so why we say see a patient's never seen before. Most of the times your doctors are only seeing what they see from your labs and maybe from what you might tell them, but they're not getting the whole picture. All of a sudden, if you're able to show that my blood pressure is going up like this or my glucose levels are just rising, 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 and this happens at this period of time, they can actually treat you better. So that's part of it. But also bringing all the information together is able to give the ability to the patient to say, oh my gosh, my sugar goes up right after I have a cappuccino. I shouldn't do that. Like I can see it. Or my blood pressure is off because I'm not sleeping enough because we can track your sleep. You know, we have daily living tracking. So you can see what happens during the day. If you're not sleeping the night before, what's your mood? What's your energy level? What is going on with you? And you can see the interactions between them. So we try to keep it simple, keep it easy. We do it in multiple languages. Um, we happen to do a lot internationally. And so when we built the application, the ability to go ahead and have it in, in Western languages and Eastern languages. So that way it goes left to right or right to left. So we have it 
not only in you know French, Spanish, Dutch, and etc. We also have it in Arabic, Hebrew, and etc. And when you do an Arabic, it goes left to right versus right to left. So we tried to make something that is really comfortable and easy for the patient to use, and they control it. Information by itself is useful if somebody knows how to read it. And I think, you know, from from what I see and what our experiences are from a freedom of health standpoint is that there's a ton of information out there. And I think a lot of people confuse information with data. Um, those are two different things, right? Uh, anybody in that world would understand that one. But what kind of actionable insights, let me rephrase that there. Is it leaving those insights up to the individual user or, you know, like you mentioned sleep patterns, is there something within your system that pops up and says, hey, we saw that you had a coffee right before you went to bed and you didn't sleep very well. Hey, how about tonight we don't do have that? that cup yeah, of we don't do that because that's diagnosing. So it is, but it will show you the trends that so you can say, I had this coffee and I can see that I didn't sleep well. Um, so there are some trends, but we also have reminders and alerts. So one of the biggest things is you might not noticing that you're sleeping less and less. An alert can go off and say, listen, you know you went from sleeping eight hours, now you're sleeping six hours, you're sleeping four or three. This is an alert. You should probably reach out to your doctor because there's something happening here that is a, a major problem. So we're able to do those interactions, but also to be able to put graphs on top so you can see how they are interacting with you. But we will do recommendations too. We'll you know, take a survey, you answer the survey, we'll do a recommendation. You know, recommendation is it's time for you to get a colonoscopy. The recommendation is to read this article about sleep studies, those kind of things. Um, it's a very thin line, you gotta be, especially here in the US, of diagnosing and not diagnosing. So you gotta kind of balance it. But we can kind of push them to maybe make those conversations. But we also are able to link to qualified education, not Dr. Google, but actually qualified education, that if you get a new medication, it comes in. As soon as it comes in, it links you to, over to, right now you can be either NIH or any of the really good, that you can see this medication is going to hear, and here's the article about it. So you're not going out to Dr. Google and asking a question, and then you're coming, oh my gosh, you know, all these side effects are going to happen. No, they're just telling you. This is what's going on. So we're able to do that for medication, procedures, and conditions. And those are the three things you're most concerned. But along with it, we also have care management tools that you can work with your care managers to be able to say, hey, you know what, these are the things you need to do today. Remind you to push notifications on your phone so you don't have to log in. Notifying you and say, hey, you know what, it's time for go take a walk or it's time to take your medication or you need to check your blood pressure, et cetera, those kind of pieces. One thing about this that I, I really like, and it's this push to, well, I guess digital health information really opens it up, but the push to put that information back into the hands of the actual patient. I've been a big advocate, and, and people who've known me for, for years and years and years will say, you know, the best doctors, best doctor visits I have, and, and I'm going to include dentists and optometrists, you know, they have a TV so I can see my chart. And every once in a while, it's like, hey, you misspelled that. Or eh, actually, my birthday is this one, right? And so uh, people just gloss over that. And, and, and that kind of opens up the, gosh, Pandora's box of, well, people don't really want to correct their doctor. People think the physicians are infallible. And they're very smart people. But Every single one of them out there will say, you know what, if I misspell something, let me know. If I if I get your date wrong, let me know because that all adds up, right? So putting that power back into the patient's hands 
they are actually taking a much more involved role in their health, which can be very, very powerful. So Chris, what's so important about patients being able to see their records, they, they can make those changes. So we're pulling directly from the doctors of the hospital's systems, their EMRs. So if you see your name come, I have it happen to me all the time. Last name is Wiener. Most people spell it W-E-I, not W-I-E. So that happens, and you know what? That's a major problem with inside a system because they can't find me, right? So I have to constantly going in and having that change. So that's important. If they have the wrong medication, it's extremely important that you correct that, or even on the conditions. So those are the kind of things that puts the power back into patients' hands, and that is super important to give the patient the confidence that they, they know their lives, they know their bodies, they know what's happening. Put that power back in the patient so they go in more informed to be able to have a real conversation with that doctor. So it's really flipping the switch, right? Being able to put that patient comes in and says, listen, doctor, this is what's happening with me, and here's the stats that I can show what's going on. So it's really, that is our goal, is to make that patient empowered. We are talking with Robin Weiner, president and co-founder of Get Real Health. Robin, you have a very unique story yourself about experiencing the healthcare system. And I always love these stories because it walks us through just, you know, the pain and the agony and the uncertainty of dealing with a traditional healthcare system. And then at the other end of it, boom, I'm going to go out. I'm going to fix it. I'm motivated now. I know what it is. I'm going to come from outside. I'm going to fix the problem. What was your experience and how did that affect what you're doing right now? There's been multiple experiences, honestly. Um, I would say probably the, the most, the toughest one was when my son was born and not being able to get information about what the procedures are. The other big one that was from when my parents were in the hospital. Going in, and this is where having information in your hands. My mom was in a very bad car accident in Mississippi on the way back to uh, Tennessee. Her records were not shared with the other, doc the other hospital. They never, ever checked her to find out that she had, she had the accident. They never stood her up to know that her lung was collapsed. We weren't able to get the records. To be able to see from one hospital to the other hospitals those records, we had a fight, and I literally had to fight and bring in some, um, being in this world for a while, I know some of the rules, I was able to put, but for a normal person, they would never know that you had the right to those records. And when we got the right to the records, we were able to go through them and find that they had never stood her up to check for her collapsed lung. She almost died. And because of that, it makes me even more passionate to be able to say, wait a second, we have to have the rights to the records. We should be able to see it in a clear, meaningful way, and I should be able to share it with my brothers and sisters. Because with that, we were able to kind of figure My mom had basically looked at my niece and said, I'm ready. I'm going to go to God. And we're like, whoa, no, 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 no. And today's my mom's 83rd birthday. So we got her straightened out, and we figured out what was going on, and we're able to get that done. But if we didn't have the oomph to push and make that hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, give me those records, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So we needed to be able to log in and see those records at any time to make those decisions for our parents. So that is just one area of passion, having a son who's a type 1 diabetic, being able to see his records at all the time. So there are multiple places here that we can see it. So 
whenever I lose my, oomph, I just remember these things and it pops me and said, okay, what can we do and how can we do it better? Robbie, you share a, a very powerful story. And in my opinion, a lot of those stories are just great motivators, like you said, like you talked about into bringing real actual change into healthcare. So appreciate what you're doing with Get Real Health. I appreciate what you're doing to enhance the patient experience, put the power back into people's hands and give them all the tools and the ability and the knowledge to go out there, make the right decisions for themselves, really empower that patient and fortify them, I guess would be the right way to say that, to go out there and ask the critical questions and ask why doctors are recommending things and why things are going this way versus that way. So once again, thank you for being on the show here. And you know, for our audience there to summarize, that was Robin Wiener, president and co-founder of Get Real Health. And that is going to do it for this episode of Healthcare Americana. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out online at healthcareamericana.com to catch previous episodes Subscribe to our mailing list and visit our fantastic online store. Once again, I am your host, Christopher Habig. Thanks for listening. Check out healthcareamericana.com to hear all our episodes, visit the shop, and learn more about the podcast. Healthcare Americana is produced by Taylor Scott and iPodcast Pro and managed by Melissa Turpin. Healthcare Americana is brought to you by Freedom HealthWorks and Freedom Doc. If you've been struggling to get the care you need and the access you want, it's time to join your local Freedom Doc. Visit freedomdoc.care to find the practice location nearest you. Whether you're a patient, employer, or physician, the Free Market Medical Association can facilitate and assist you in your free market healthcare journey. The foundation of our association is built upon three pillars, price, value, and equality, with complete transparency in everything we do. Our goal is simple, match willing buyers with willing sellers of valuable healthcare services. Join us and help accelerate the growth of the free market healthcare revolution. For more information on the Free Market Medical Association, visit fmma.org. Hi again, everyone. This is Chris. At Healthcare Americana, we're always on the lookout for great stories to tell in the healthcare industry. And we'd like to hear yours. Check out healthcareamericana.com and send us your ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy it.